Sometimes it can be more difficult to see God as your father, but there is not a human father that has ever lived that has done everything perfectly for his children. Every one of us have had uh, things we've needed to deal with, but God wants to redeem the view of the father. He wants to show us what a good father is like. So when I started out today, I mentioned this uh, song and I, t I had that song playing here last night and something happened in my heart. I began to experience emotions that I couldn't put words to. I don't know how to describe this to you because I I'm not able to come up with words. But I ended up weeping in the presence of God. And it wasn't because I was sad. It was, I, I was overwhelmed with his goodness. I was, I was overwhelmed with true worship of him. And so I would like to play that song today. And I want you to turn your hearts to him, but not just trying to meet my or someone else's expectations. See, God wants us to encounter his presence. If you have been seeking more of him, there, there comes a surrender of your physical body where you no longer care if you're dignified or not. There's times where we talk about being baptized in the Holy Spirit, and uh, speaking in tongues or praying in tongues. But I, if, if I just focus on that, we can all just begin to pray in tongues. But that alone will not draw you into his presence. It's when the tongues comes as a result of being in his presence. Now I think of when Paul says, I pray in tongues more than you all. And I realize that I do pray that way many times. So I would encourage you to do that. There is something freeing about surrendering your mouth. But don't rely on that alone as the, the, the cause or catalyst for experiencing him. Remember, this is a heart connection that we're talking about. This is about being drawn into his presence where there is fullness of joy where there is revelation, where you know his goodness and his peace deeper than your thoughts. This is where you, this is where you know it in your heart. So I'd like to, to play this song. So while this is playing, allow your heart to be drawn to him. And if you experience a weakness in your knees or something like that, last night I ended up laying out on the floor. So I don't know how this will will go, but I really don't care to try to hit some expectation. This is for every one of you to experience God in a personal way as your father. Just to focus in on him. There's some experiences that I've had that remind me of his tenderness. And when I hear a song like this, I just forget about my other agendas. It's really what I was praying for. There are times that I just lay back into his embrace 
and I just fall asleep. So I used to try to control my response, but you need to just surrender your control. I quit fighting the feeling of going to sleep. See, he gives his beloved sleep and he speaks to us in the night watches. If I think of an example with Jesus, I think of the Apostle John and he would lay his head right on the, the, the chest of Jesus and he would have his head so close that they were whispering because there, was, there were a few times where the other disciples asked John. They would say, John, what did he say? And I think it's because Jesus was whispering to John. See, he wants to whisper to you. He wants you to experience that type of tenderness. That's probably what I love about the book of John more than anything else. There truly is a relationship of love. I have a, another section here that I'm, that I'm calling to know him. And I'd like, to, I'd like to read some in John 14. Let's, um, if we can read verses seven through 14. And this is where Jesus is saying, He's describing the relationship with the, with the Father. Verse 7, he says, If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. But Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I've heard so many different things described from these verses that we just read. And so many times it's about accomplishing greater works than Jesus. But these are verses of endearment with him. He's saying, because I am connected with the Father completely, and now you are connected with me fully, you can ask anything you want and I'll do it. When, when I think of Jesus wanting to interact with each one of us, it's no different in my heart from the Father wanting to interact with each one of us. In fact, let's, in the same chapter, let's read verse 21, John 14, 21. So this is where he says, He who has my commandments and keeps them, 
It is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. See, the promise, the promises that are in this verse, they're promises of commitment in relationship. I've actually gone to, gone to the Lord and said, this is a promise that you've given to me, that you said you will manifest yourself to me. I'd like, so I'd like to challenge you to pray this verse to the Lord. If you've never experienced the manifestation of the Lord, then there are so many things that he wants to show you. And even if you have experienced him, there is so much more. In fact, I may even desire him more the more I experience him. So when I read this, I feel this. Uh, the, the last verse that we just read, <laughs> I, I, I want to go and, and find a corner somewhere and experience the presence of the Lord. There's something drawing about it. I could almost just forget about even what we're doing right here because I feel this trembling in my heart. <laughs> and I'm, I'm truly experiencing this right now. There are times throughout the day that I want to experience Him and I turn my heart to Him. There is some, there is a, a if I could say, the ability to get into his presence more easily. Not just by hitting the right things or, 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 or checking, checking the boxes, but because of a, of a heart posture all the time. When this is my heart posture, the things of the world don't have much pull on me. This is the answer to anyone who's dealing with an addiction. Experiencing the presence of God dissolves all of that. There is no addiction to other things in his presence. There is no pull that other things of the world have. This is an invitation from him. In fact, when I think of the verses that we've used uh, in Revelation, Revelation 3.20, we've used these, this verse to uh, tell people ab about, we've used this, this verse as an evangelistic verse. But this is a verse, this is written to those who already believe. So let's read Revelation 3.20. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To realize that this is an invitation from him. If you are already born again, then he is standing at the door and knocking. He's wanting to come in and to eat with you, to enjoy the pleasure of your company. He wants you to enjoy the pleasure of his company. In fact, can we read verse 21 in Revelation 3? This is another invitation of going even deeper with him. This verse says, To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. 
Do you realize that this is not just at the end of the world? This is available to us now. I had an experience where the Lord showed me my throne. Because see, every one of us has a throne that we can sit on that is with him on his throne. See, we're not there on our own authority. He's not even there. Jesus is not even there on his own authority. He's there with the authority of the Father. Now he said, all authority has been given to me. But then he said, behold, I give you authority. All of this is coming down from the Father to Jesus, to us, to experience him. So remembering again that David was a man after God's own heart, God still honors his covenant with David. In fact, I was even reading in uh, the book of First, First and Second Kings, where the kings had done evil things in God's eyes. And he would tell them, nevertheless, for the sake of my servant David, see, God still honored his covenant with his friend. See, we talked, uh, we started out talking about Enoch. What was it that pleased God? He walked with God. What was pleasing about Adam and Eve in the garden? They walked with God in the cool of the day. See, God wants to have this same relationship with each one of us. It's not that, that, that God just one day chose to be special to David. It was David who chose to practice the presence of God in the secret place. So what does the secret place look like to you? See, I started out talking about encountering God's presence. But many times we think of that as being in a certain place. So maybe there's a place in your life that you think of. And there's nothing wrong with having a specific place to meet God. But what happens if you can't get to that special place? Are you able to experience the presence of God? Are you able to experience his presence on the train? Are you able to experience his presence in a busy city environment? See, when your heart is turned to him, his voice becomes more specific to you. You're able to hear him more clearly than any of the other noise. Jesus even said, my sheep know my voice. And he said a stranger's voice, they don't know. But you won't get to know his voice if you're not encountering his presence. So rather than trying to just get all of the right circumstances together, learn to experience him in all environments. Look how David describes this in Psalm 91.1. He says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. See, where is the secret place of the Most High? Is it a specific rock in the mountain somewhere? Is it a special place that only you have found? Or is the secret place somewhere in your own heart? See, when you live under the shadow of the Almighty, he becomes your refuge and your strength. David was not writing this as an example of someone else. He was saying, this is how I live my life. 